We're on page Kuf Mem Hey. This is a Chazar Shia for the Shia that was given Shabbos Parshas Kiseitse. We started Perik Zayin, and Perik Zayin is taking us to the next level of Aravaida. Nikui Hamachshavus to get to the bottom of who we are, of course, we have to go into our minds. We have to go into our minds, the seat of the neshama. Especially now, maybe more than ever before, the minds of Jews are besieged by all types of are besieged by all types of sorrows, problems, thoughts, and worries, anxieties that we've been talking about. But in addition to all of that, it's bombarded with new outrageous levels of tumor that a person's mind can be very very much influenced by and Rabbi Schwartz was explaining that we were learning that there are a number of basic problems the number of basic problems that result from a person not having the control not having control over his thoughts we spoke about that last week and the third, the third, and and most and most powerful, the most powerful problem is the Mokim Hamachshava Sham Haadam. Last time, he just introduced this Yisoyet that's found in the Sfar Makadoshim. It's known mostly from the from the Balsham Hakadosh. But he says this is also goes back to the Ramban. Really, as I explained last time, the Sherish of it is in the Zayar, where the Zayar Kodesh says, Adam di'ihu machshava, that the person is his thoughts. The person is his thoughts. Meaning, in the language, in the language of the Balshem, that even though we physically are looking at a person who's sitting in Tel Aviv, but if his thoughts are elsewhere, if his thoughts are in Yushalayim or B'nai Brak or Haifa or New York, wherever it might be, so the person, in essence, is found in that place where his thoughts are found. Even though, as Rav Schwartz was saying at the end last time, Bipshitas, when we look at this person, when a person looks at himself, he looks at himself as where he actually is. And he's sitting right now, he's sitting in Tel Aviv, so that's where he is. So if he's sitting in Tel Aviv, the fact that he's thinking about somewhere else, how does that transport him to that place? He doesn't feel that. He doesn't sense that. He doesn't see himself in that way. And yet, the Torah HaKadosh has revealed to us through the tzaddikim that Adam de'ihu machshav, that the person is be'emes, where his thoughts are. So now, Rosh Schwartz explains. Nazbir madu'a be'emes zalekach, Let's explain why it's not the way the person thinks. It's not the way that he thinks that he is where he physically is. But the truth is, he is where his machshavas are. Gracious Hadvarm, Herachnu Ubiyanush, Adam work of Miguf Anushama. From the very beginning of the Sefer, we've been learning that a person is made of a guf, a body, and a neshama. Haguf Yisait Hachaimer, Yisait Ha'afa. The body 
is made from that yisayid of chaymer, of offer, the earth. It's made from physical matter, from the earth. But the neshama is the etzem haseichel of the person. The essence of the person is his neshama. Chazal discuss where is the neshama. In the Medrash Mishlei, hechan neshama mitzuya. Where is the neshama? It doesn't mean that you can open up a part of the body and something spills out. It means through which organ, through which part of the body, through which part of a person is the neshama, is the neshama manifested and expressed. And the conclusion is that it's Mitsui Baraish. The seichel of the person is the Nisham, the essence of the person. Kasharada Magish, Shuhuguf, Ubisaich, and Nishama. Now remember, we learned from the beginning that there are basically two ways that a person can look at himself. He can either look at himself as a Guf, as a human being like all other human beings, that has the additional, this additional. Chalik of the Nishama. He has also a spiritual component. But he sees himself essentially as a goof. That's one way to look at himself. The other way to look at oneself, the true way to look at oneself, is the essence of who I am is a Nishama. I am my Nishama. <coughs> my goof is a lavush, a garment that can be put on, that can be taken off, that gets old, that needs to be changed, that needs to be dry cleaned, but the essence of who I am is a neshama. When a person has the first mistaken way of seeing himself as a guf that just has also a neshama, then then he identifies the place that he is by his body. Where am I? That's the question. Who is I? Who am I? I am a guf. A guf, it has an isham. So, he identifies his place, lefi guf, by where his body is. Therefore, according to this mistaken and shallow understanding of who he is, the person says, look, since my goof, since my body is found in Tel Aviv, of course, I'm thinking about Yerushalayim, but I'm in Tel Aviv. Therefore, I'm in Tel Aviv. Where am I? I'm in Tel Aviv. That's where my body is. And that's who I am. I'm a goof. Since this person's way of identifying himself is the ani, the I of the guf of the body. Lachain, therefore, Hagdoris Mikumo Hulufi Mokum Himotsus Haguf. The gather, the way of understanding he understands and identifies his location where he is, is the fi mokum himotsus haguf. It's according to where his body is to be found. But when a person reaches the true recognition of who he is, which we've been learning about from the beginning, when he comes to the hakar ha'amitiz, ha'afochiz, which is the opposite of this way of looking at things, when the person understands nishama, that a person be'emes, be'emes is a nishama, a yid is a nishama, shemulbash alehaguf, which is enclosed in a body, but the essence of the person is nishama, then Hagdoras Mokum Himatsusai Tilafi Mokum Himatsusamakshav. Then the way that he identifies where he is is by where his Nisham is. 
So physically, he's sitting in Tel Aviv. But his machshavas, his thoughts, are focused at that moment on another place. Since the essence of the person is the neshama, which is manifested through the seichel and the machshavas, the person, even though physically he's in one place, but the emes is, he's in the other place. And it's not just a cute thing, a nice idea. It's the emes la'amita of where that person is, is where his machshavas are. In the in the memoirs of the Rebbe Rayatz from Lubavitch, Schusi again Elena, he tells about uh, he tells about um, something that he heard from the famous Mashpia in Chabad, who's known as the Rashbats, so Shmuel B'tzal, was a big tzaddik, a big Mashpia. And the Rayat says that when he was a little boy, when he was a little boy, he always liked to sit by the window in the house and to look outside to the street of Lubavitch. He liked to look outside and to see what's going on, as if there was so much going on, but it was a, it was a little shtetl. But like, like many people, and children in particular, you feel you feel that you uh, you feel better when you're sitting next to the window and, and and you're able to go and to see what's outside. So he said he was sitting by the window, and one day, and one day, the mashpia, Reb Shmuel Batzal called him over. He's, the mashpia saw that he was looking out the window, and he told him to come to him. And the mashpia asked him, "Why do you have to sit in the house? Why do you sit in the house and look at the street? Look outside the window. Look to the street." Better you should go out, better you should go on the street, live on the street, move to the street, and spend your time looking inside the house. And the Rayats explained that what the Rajbats was telling him was <clears throat> when the thoughts of a person, when the thoughts of a person are upon his house, upon his family, upon what's inside his life, then even though he might right now be on the street, the emesis, since he's thinking about his home, his wife, his children, he's thinking about the inside of his life, the home. So, Lemaise, even though he's on the street, but the emesis, he's in his house. Masha'enikein, the person who's officially, physically in his house, but his thoughts are on the street, then really, he's on the street. So that's what the tzaddik was saying to the Rabbi Rayats when he was a child. He was saying, why do you sit in your house and think of the street? Better you should live on the street and think of your house. Because you are where your mashavas are. And the place of a Jew is not on the street. The place of a Jew is, is in his house. And that's what Rosh Hashanah is saying. If a person is in Tel Aviv, physically he's in Tel Aviv. But his machshavas, his thoughts are in Yerushalayim. That means that the I, the, the I, the Ani, is really, really in the place where he's thinking. Is Nimsa Yerushalayim. Only his body, only his body is found in Tel Aviv. Page Kufman Vav. 
the fact that we always identify the place that we are by where our bodies are. The reason for that is because we see ourselves, we see ourselves as a goof, as a goof that has also a neshama. And therefore, since we identify with the goof, if as I feel fine as long as my goof is in a good place, as long as my goof is not the wrong place, as long as I, I'm sitting in shul, my goof is in shul, my body is in shul, I, my thoughts, are, my thoughts are, are on Wall Street or worse than Wall Street. My thoughts are, are a million miles away. I, uh, I, I am in shul. That's where I physically am. And I, I, I feel good knowing that I went to shul today and I sat in shul. And that's where I spent that hour. I spent that hour shachus in shul. The fact that 45 minutes out of the hour, my thoughts were someplace else, I never ever would imagine that in Shemayim I am seen by where my thoughts are. Or that essentially the place that I am is where my machshavah is. I would never think of such a thing. I would never dream of such a thing. And how many people do you have that are they're sitting, on, you know, they're sitting on Wall Street and, and, their, and their thoughts are in shul? I mean, that happens all the stuff. The people that would much rather be in, in the best measures or in shul than at work. And then Shasmaisa, that's where they are. And the only reason we don't see it that way is not because it's not the truth, it's only because we identify ourselves with the goof. Once the person reaches that true understanding of how to identify himself, of who the Ani is, and where the Ani is, that the true Metzius of a person is his Neshama, and the Neshama is only wearing a garment of the goof. Then then he will begin to identify the place that he's in by where his machshavas are, by his thoughts, not by his body. I remember somebody was uh, somebody some discussed a long time ago. I was was some place where we, we had nine people, and. Uh, and there was a, a guy that they're trying to bring in, and the and the guy said, "Look, I, I, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really religious. I, 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 you know, I'm Jewish, but I'm not really." So the guy says, "So the the fellow was that was in charge said, doesn't make a difference. We just need a body. That was the lost. We need a body. We just need a body. <clears throat> you know, in halach, of course, the discussion is whether well, a person who's sleeping can be." A tenth person in the minion. That's these are dinim and shulchanar. Can that person count as a tenth? Or somebody who's a shikah. A shikah's brain is someplace. It's either totally uh, wasted or it's someplace else. So can that person count in a minion? And we discussed in halacha this yisod that what that the person is or his thoughts are. So I explained on Shabbos that this is found throughout halacha. It's not just a, a nice idea. It's the mitzvahs in halacha. And oftentimes, and oftentimes, especially if a person, a, a person has been exposed to the learning that comes from the plate from Brisk, and that Mahalach of Rab Chaim and other tzaddikim from that Bismadrish, the reality is one thing, but halach is a different thing, meaning that 
Alpi Halacha, the Mitzis and Halacha doesn't necessarily stim with the Mitzis that one sees with one's eyes. And the true reality is what is the Halachic reality which determines the Din. On Shabbos I gave two very simple, straightforward examples of this that we're all familiar with. The Yisait Hadavah goes back, for instance, when a person when a person looks at the beginning of Pashas Karach. So there in Vayikach Karach, right? Everybody knows Vayikach Karach Rashi brings down a lot. And he says that Parsha Zu is often uh, addresses the Tanchuma. There's a lot of Medrash on these words, Vayikach Karach, because why? Because Milk and the Torah doesn't say Vayikach what, where? It's just Vayikach Karach, Karach took. What did Karach take? It doesn't say anything. It says Vayikach Karach, doesn't say what he took. So Rashi brings there, among other things, the Chazal say that he, that he took, that he was drawing, he was convincing he was Moshech, he drew towards him with his words some of the great leaders of the Jewish people, the Roshis and Hadrois, some of the leaders of the Sanhedrin. He was able to convince them to join his cause. Karach was able to use, to use his brilliance and his logic and his terrific power of persuasion to convince even great people to join him against Moshe and Aaron. So Rashi over there, Rashi over there learns pshat, vayikach kairach, with words. And whenever one looks, whenever one looks in Rashi, throughout Tanakh, Rashi himself brings, brings examples. Kachis Aaron, take Aaron. Take Aaron doesn't, when it says take Aaron, doesn't mean lift him up and grab him. Or when it says, we're coming to Shabbat Shuvah, Mr. Shemson. Kichu imachem devarim v'shuvu el Hashem. So Rashi consistently throughout Tanakh learns that when we're speaking about human beings, to take a human being, to take a human being cannot possibly refer to physically dragging him. Because if you physically drag the person, you haven't truly taken him anywhere. Right? According to what we're learning, you haven't really taken him any place. Vayikach Karach, Rashi learns, means you, that, that Karach was able to persuade people, even in the English. We have such a, we have such a lotion. A person listens to an inspirational speaker, and he says, I found it to be very moving. I was moved by his words. Such a fascinating way to say it. I was moved. And it's true. You were moved by his words. Even though you sat in one place for an hour, and you didn't budge, you were so enthralled, you were so completely mesmerized by what the speaker was saying, you didn't move. And at the end of the speech, after the drush is finished, it's an hour later, and someone says, well, what do you say? He says, I, I, I was never so moved in my entire life. So the guy never heard that word, he's a foreigner. He said, well, you never moved. I was watching you. He didn't budge for a second. You mean you never moved? I was moved. I went for coffee three times. I went to the base. I kiss four times. I went to call my wife five times. I was moved. You sat still. So this is shaita. A human being being moved that means that the essence is moved. Physically, I didn't budge. So when Rashi says, Vayikach Karach, and Karach, he, and Karach took, Rashi says, the Oymekapshat of taking another person is never pulling him physically. Because you could drag a person off to jail, but in his mind, he's a free man. He doesn't belong there. He's innocent. And, and you could have a person who's innocent, and he's, and he's sitting in jail. 
because that's where his machshavas are. He's a he's a prisoner. So vayikach karech Rashi learns pshat oimek pshat vayikach karech is that karech was able to move many people with his words. Kichui machem devarim v'shuvu el Hashem to take another person. Like they'll even say if you trick somebody they'll they'll say you took him for a ride. All these lashonos mean you took him for a ride. Where did you take the guy? He was sitting in a room, talking to him for an hour, selling him insurance, some insurance policy, or selling him the, the, the Brooklyn Bridge. You took him for a ride. He didn't go anywhere, but you took him for a ride. You know why? Because you were able to climb into this guy's brain, you were able to infiltrate into his thoughts, and you were able to twist his mind and to take his machshavah to a different place. And by doing that, you took him for a ride. You moved him from where he was. That is how you truly move a person. Not by physically taking him. The fact that you, the fact that the teacher is sitting in front of the classroom, and and the principal opens up the door, and there are twenty six boys in the class, that that could only mean there are twenty six bodies in the class. And maybe out of the twenty six bodies, there are five who are really in the class. The other, the other, the the other guys, there could be could be uh, uh, there are they're in the in, in, in the playground. And they're machshavas. They're in the playground. They're in the middle. Of, they're in the middle of uh, of watching their favorite uh, their favorite show, Facebook, whatever it is. Machshava. Adam the iu machshava. And on halacha on Shabbos, I mentioned two things. One is the whole gather, the whole world of eruvei tchumen, of eruv tchumen. Everybody knows that that strictly speaking, a person has a Shabbos boundary. That keeps him in each direction, two thousand amas from his place, of from the place that he lives, from the town that he lives, two thousand amas in each direction. And you all know that according to Allah, a person that a person according to Allah is able to go erev Shabbos and to take the food, the mozen shteisudas, the equivalent of two meals worth of food, and to place it at the end. Of the two thousand amas that are going Mizrachamarv to that direction, and in that place, he is kaina shvisa. He acquires a dwelling place by putting the food in that place. So now he will be able to walk to that location, and from that place he'll have his two thousand amas by being kaina amokim shvisa in that place. He, in effect, has created a new dwelling place, and the tchum extends for him two thousand amas from that new place that he lives. Now, he doesn't actually live there; he lives in his house in town. But by putting the food there in that place, the person is megala; he is revealing. He's revealing. That his machshava is truly in that place. A Jew is where his food is, and the shvisa that he acquires by the mazon shteisudas means that even though my body is in town, in my at my address, but since my machshava, through the symbolic act of placing the mazon shteisudas, I I demonstrate. 
that what? That my my machshav and my rotsen is in that place. That means that it's ki'ilu, I'm physically in that place. I'm, I am in that place. And because of that, I am permitted to walk 2,000 amas from that point. Because lemaise, that's where I am. Because I was megala, that that's what my machshov is. That's my, that's my rotsen. So by putting that, by putting that food there, I made a kinyin on that place because I'm demonstrating that my machshavas, my thoughts, are focused on that place. And that means that I have now a makam shvisa from where I can move out 2,000 amas. We see this, especially this klal of the adam, the ihu machshava, that a person is his machshava. We see this especially in the whole in the whole section of halacha of kadshim, when it comes to kadshim, karbanis, when it comes to kadshim, since we understand that the highest part of a person, that part of a person that is most kaddish, the kaddish kadashim of a person is his mind. So, davke in that area of halacha of kadshim that deals with karbanis, machshavas play a huge role. So, for instance. The Torah tells us, and the Rambam formulates this in Hilchas Psul Megdoshin, especially in the 13th parak and the 18th parak of Psulei of Psulei Megdoshin, that if B'Shas HaKarbon, if at the time of the Karbon, the Koyen had a Machshavis Pigul, at the time that of, the, of the offering, the Koyen was thinking that he would eat this Karbon after the prescribed time, or chutzmim kaimai. He just did, he had this thought. You know what? I, I, I'm not going to eat this carbon over here. I'm going to eat this carbon in Borough Park. I'm going to eat this carbon in, in Williamsburg. I'm going to eat it in the five towns or whatever in Queens. So that machshava, even though even though he never did it, even though he never did it, he, he brought the carbon. Nobody ever knew about this. He brought the carbon. And he did everything in, in, in the Bessamekdish. But the machsh- at the right time, but the machshava of of achazmanai or chutz mimkaimai of the wrong time and the wrong place passes the carbon. It, it means that the carbon, in effect, was transported to where the kain's machshavas were. We don't know what a cipher is thinking about when he writes the parashiyas of the film, or when he's writing the sefer he's writing the mezuzah. We know that according to Allah, he's absolutely required to have the machshavas for the sake of Tfilm and Mezuz and Sevetar, and especially when it comes to the Askaris of the Shem Hashem, when he's writing the name of Hashem, he has to have by each of the Shemas, or perhaps when he begins to write the Shemas, but he has to have that machshava that he's writing it, L'Shem Kedushas, Shem Hashem, he's writing the name of Hashem. We have no way of knowing that. We can't climb into his head. All we're trusting is the reputation of that cipher that he's an elohi, that he's a God-fearing person, and that 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 he has the proper uh, documents that that uh, that indicate that he's a that he's a God-fearing, respectable fellow. But if but if he was having a bad day and he had God forbid, you know, a fight with his wife, and he's thinking about the argument, and he's absent-mindedly writing Seamus, then the other Jew goes and 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 is, and, and is uh, putting on this film. Yes, it's possible. It's not possible.
because because that cipher's machshavas was someplace else. Again, when we're talking about levels of kedusha, the higher we are in kedusha, the closer we are to the to the kodesh in in that world of kedusha. The more the part of myself that is most holy influences reality. So, as I said, in kodesh, when it comes to kedusha sefer Torah, kedusha tefillin, the machshava adam the il machshava. Other things where there's less kedusha, we work more with the person's physical reality. Although the the true reality is always the machshav, it's always the neshama. But as I move to higher madrigas of kedusha, the machshavas make more of a difference. And that's what Schwartz is explaining. My, as far as where my body is, my body is sitting in this chair in, in, in Tel Aviv. But where am I really? I'm really where my, where my thoughts are, where my machshavas are. That's where I really am. The middle of the page. Let's look at a simple example that we're very familiar with and we can understand very easily. A guy goes into a place where there is a terrible, terrible stench, a horrible odor. He recoils from being in that place. And it's natural for him to try to get out of that place. He doesn't want to be in that place. A person who goes to the place where the city is collecting the garbage, the big garbage dump of the of the of the city. It's natural for him to want to get out of there as fast as he can. He doesn't need a posse that comes and says like it says He doesn't need a posse to tell him you have to go out of the garbage place. It sickens him to be there. The smell is horrible, and he naturally wants to go away from that place. You don't need you don't need anybody to convince him, to persuade him, to command him to leave. He wants to get out of there. He doesn't need any command to leave. The terrible odor is driving him and pushing him to get out. When a person is thinking about something bad, even though the guy has no intention of actually carrying it out, the person's watching something on the computer about some horrible, horrible suicide bombing or some terrible thing that's going on in the world, and he's sitting in the quiet of his living room or of his study, and he's looking at his computer, or he's reading a newspaper, and the newspaper is describing this guy, this serial murderer, that he chopped up the body into hundred pieces, and he sent each piece to a, to a, to a different friend. Uh, and, and and you're reading this disgusting, horrible story. And you, and even more so, even worse, you're watching it on a program, and you yourself, you yourself, are sitting in a very, very beautiful study filled with svarim, and your and your tzedekas of a wife is in the next room, and your holy children. Are, are playing in the backyard, and you're just you're just sitting there, 
looking at or thinking about some gruesome, sinister, evil thing that's going on in the world. And you would never, ever in your life participate in such, an, in such a thing. Never in your life. Not only that, it sickens you. You say, oh, this is disgusting. This is disgusting. The whole world was mishigit. Now, especially since you have the computer, anybody that wants to find out more about, about, uh, about any avlo, any sick thing that's going on in the world, or any geneva, any gazela, so they even have ways of measuring it. Uh, that, the, that the computer, uh, I know that there are such things that there's so many people that when the mice happen with Bernie Madoff, so then there's so many people that they're going on to look that the, that the computer can crash. I don't, I don't know at what point how that, how that works, but there, there is such a thing that so many people want to hear about this, want to see about it and read about it, that it overloads the, 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 the website or something and that, and that it can't, it can't uh, show you anymore. It's finished. It's, it's too tired. It can't do it. <clears throat> There's not one of those people, hopefully, that would ever, ever think of stealing billions of dollars from other people. And if you ask him, <clears throat> what do you think of Bernie Madoff? He'd say, oh, God, he should sit in jail and rot the rest of his life in jail. He stole from from Sadakis and from all kinds of uh, from this yeshiva, from that yeshiva, a guy who's sitting in jail the rest of his life. And and you're going on a, a hundred different sites on the, on the computer to see Bernie. Anytime it says, you put it into the computer, Madoff, and it shows you a thousand places, and you're going, then you're looking here, and you're looking there. And you, and you yourself, you would never, ever, Khalila, take somebody else's money. So, never, you wouldn't touch another person's money. But you're spending hours of your, of your time with your machshavas, with your machshavas being tivel in Bernie Madoff. You're tiveling in Bernie Madoff. And when somebody asks you, like, what do you have with Bernie? It's interesting. It's interesting. Or they have all these. They even have these yeshivish sites and these Jewish sites that are, that, that may become with hachshayim and so on. Uh, I don't. I don't know to start. It's not right to, anyway to say names of places. But you have these websites. Then it's like uh, from entering, entering sites. Well, you have this uh, only simchas, simchas to make on. You look onto the computer to see what uh, everybody's uh, word, that somebody's chasla, somebody. right, That's nothing evil, God forbid. It's only talk to be simchas. But, but a person's a person's machshavas, a person's machshavas, are sitting for hours and hours and hours in someplace else. Even the person would never say that I'm in that place. I'm not. I'm not by any suicide bombing in Pakistan or in or in. In Iraq, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sitting there together with Bernie Madoff in his, in his office, uh, making up some new some new scheme. Not the person is not is not thinking about doing any of these things. There's some bad thing that happens in the world. We don't smell it. Especially if you really like go for all these, you know, people in Michigan with the news, with this and that. You don't smell it, but the truth is, Ovel, something that's evil that happens in the world, something that's dark and ugly, it has a stench. The tzaddikim smell that. We'll see in a minute from Eliyahu It has a smell. The same way. That when you go into a place where there's a garbage dump or there's something that has a bad smell, that you don't need anybody to tell you, hey, hey, you don't belong here, get out, because you, you can't stand being there. It has such a bad smell. 
כך כאשר האדם חושב בדברים שליליים, so too. When the person's mind is attached to something which stinks, whether it's Bernie Madoff or it's a suicide bombing, Allah has come of a camera, I'm not even going to talk about other things that are ugly and disgusting, that a person looks at on a movie, a television, or a computer, or whatever it might be, or a newspaper. The fact that you thought that your machshava, Adam iu machshava, that your seichel is in that place, it means that the etzem ha'ani, the actual I, is in that place. Isn't it true that now they have things that are called virtual this and virtual that? Somebody from the shul last year explained to me. He didn't want to, but his little boy was saying to me that I just got a... a I said, what are, you, what are you getting for Hanukkah? I was talking to the little boy, and his father was saying, he says, I got a wee. And I didn't know what that meant, a wee. I got a wee. So the father says, oh, don't, don't. I said, well, no, no, whatever it is, what do you mean? What's a wee? So then he explained to me that a person, I never actually saw this. I saw that in the arcades on Cholomai that they have all these, maybe that's what it is. I, I saw somebody standing like on skis. Uh, looked like that, I don't know. But they have this thing. That, that a person can, can have a screen and he's like bowling or playing baseball or skiing or something. <clears throat> and on the screen, it, like you, you're throwing the ball and it shows, it shows on, the, on, the, on the movie like the ball's going to a batter or something. And, and you're like a pitcher and then you can become the batter and you stand there by yourself in the room like swinging a, a, a thing and, and on the movie it shows the ball going, uh, you're hitting the ball. So the more <clears throat> lifelike Something is, the more <clears throat> you become part of, <clears throat> of virtual reality, virtual reality. There's going to be virtual marriages, virtual children. It's frightening if we think about Khalil and Mashiach's not here, what the world is going to be like years from now. I don't know how it can get crazier than this. But virtual, virtual happiness. So, Kach, he says, Kasher ha'adam chayishah b'davar m'shlim, etzam ha'shor b'davar m'shlim, he motzis shal etzam ha'ni b'davar m'shlim. I am actually in that place that I'm thinking about. That's who I am at that moment. Like we, like we, like we saw last week I mentioned, that what the Baal Shem Tov Kod showed, the Tzadikim, his Talmidim, the guy, the guy was sitting on Shabbos, he showed him a cow. I was sitting in the Shabbos table singing his mirrors and saying Tyre. Because why? Because that guy, even though he was a shiny, he was a beautiful Jew with a nice long white beard, but all he was thinking about was the chong, was a piece of meat. So he was a cow, that's him was a cow. And the Basotov showed them a cow wearing a hat and a coat, sitting at the Shabbos table singing, singing his mirrors. It was a cow. Other than the Yumachshav. A cow is already a halbitzar, you understand. It's not so terrible to be a cow for a minute. There are worse things than cows. Even though I never did this, and I never will do this terrible thing that I'm watching on the television, or I'm thinking about, or I'm reading about. I'll never do it. What's so bad? I read a book. I looked at an article. I would never do that. Not only that, but when I read about Bernie Madoff, according to my good midas and my honesty, it's disgusting. I would never do such a thing. All I'm, all I'm doing is I'm reading about it. I'm thinking about this terrible thing that happened. 
Etzem hamachshava ba'avel, the very fact that you're thinking about that avel slash evil, ha'avel hu tinoifes. The avel is tinoifes. Tinoifes means schmutz. It's filth. You could try to say that this is crazy, this is far-fetched. This is the panemius of Tyre. This is the emis of the mitzias of who we are in this world. Anybody that will tell you that this is just too much and this is it's not really who I am, they're, again, they're only saying things from they're saying things that the goof is the goof is speaking, but the neshama of a Jew knows that this is the truth. He might not know this when he's lost in his physical reality, but the neshama of a Jew knows that you are schlepping me to a place of filth of shmutz of tuma by thinking about shmutz and tuma. You have taken me, and the neshama says you have moved me, like veikach kairach. I was very moved by your thoughts. That's what the Nisham is telling us. And the Nisham is crying out. I was moved by your thoughts. I thought we're going to shul this morning. In the end, you know where I ended up? I ended up, you'll excuse me, I ended up in some uh, some theater or something, wherever it is, worse. That, uh, I ended up someplace else. The, the Nisham says, I thought we're going to shul this morning. That's what the Nisham says to the Guf. And the Guf says, I did go to shul. No, the, the Nisham says, it was a very moving experience. I came to Shul, the Nishama says, and then you threw me. You know where you threw me? You threw me into the gutter. You threw me into the street, like the Rashbat said to the Bayats. You threw me out into the street. That's where I was. Because that's all you were thinking about. All those tinaifas is filth. Even though you would never do that, if, you, if you're thinking about the garbage, it's as if at that moment you are sitting in the, in the garbage dump. And you don't need anybody to come and tell you it's a din that you have to leave. It's a din, it's a halacha, you can't think about that. You need a halacha, you need someone to come and tell you, get out of that filth. When someone says, why can't I watch this television? What's so bad? So I'll close my eyes. All of these, all of these diburim are coming from the goof. A person who's sitting in the garbage dump and it stinks doesn't need anybody to, to show him a rambam that says to get out. You don't need the Mishra to tell you to get out. It smells. You run from the place. Like we, like I said last week when the Satan Rav all of a sudden heard that at that quiet that they're singing boys and girls. He didn't, have, he didn't say, let me look in the Shulchan. could be a He ran. Because that, to him, to him, that's it. That was the garbage dump. You don't need someone to come and tell you to go out of this place. When a person is on this madrig, which all that the safe is about is that the thoughts and the feelings of a person, that's the etzem ha'ani. That's the I, the machshav is the ani. And what he's thinking about is where he really is. So when he thinks about something big, like something terrible that's happening in the world, Life and Tivi, he writes, He doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to look it up in the Shulchan He naturally, the same way he would naturally want to get out from a place that smells bad, he wants to get out of that bad machshava. Because he knows that that's where he is, and it smells bad. He feels a terrible stench, he smells. And this is a famous mice that's brought down in the Kavayosha. There was a tzaddik that was walking together with Elianavi. And they came over there. There was a carcass of an animal, some dead animals lying on the road. And they had a terrible smell. 
couldn't take the smell, and he put his hand over his nose and his mouth. He couldn't take the smell. Elinavi seemed fine. He just walked next to it over there, and he didn't cover his, his nose at all. While they're walking, as they're walking, Elyonovi and this chassid, they're walking. So some guy comes, is approaching him. This guy is, a, is filled with gaiva. He's a big bal gaiva. He's a conceited person. He's not a good guy. And Miss Barb and Miss Yabes felt gaiva, very strong gaiva. Ulamirachayk, some Elyonovi is yodelachaytma. From a distance, when this guy was just, even when he was still far away, Elinavi went and he put his hand over his nose. So the chassid asked Elinavi, He said to Elinavi, Rabbi, why didn't you put your hand over your nose right, when we passed by the dead animal, by the nevela? And over here you're covering your nose. So Elinavi said to him, this, this guy that's coming stinks much worse, smells much worse than the Nevela. Can Nevela cave and show them the Geaba who tummy there? A Nevela? Okay, Nevela. A Nevela, if you go over there and you touch it, it makes you tummy until the night. In Halach, it makes you tummy until the night. In other words, it's a, it's a, it has a tumor, but it has a lower level of tumor. But if you come into contact with this guy, you get to know this guy and become friends with him. <laughs> He's matami. The nevel doesn't. It, the, the nevel doesn't get into your brain. It has a bad smell, and it's tami. It has a din of tuma. It doesn't. Yimachshav is not on the nevel. But this guy, his tuma is a tuma that comes from the machshava of gaiva, and that's a that's a That's a pnimistik tuma, and therefore you're in more danger by being with this guy. He smells worse than the nevel. Because his machshav is machshav of gaiva. That poor animal didn't have any machshav. It's a stomach animal. So the Torah said it's, it's tumma. But but this but this guy, his machshav is in a place of, of what? Of gaiva. And that gaiva makes the smell tell you, who's sensitive, who picks up on that. That's why it says, by Mashiach Tzikein, by Haricha, Mashiach will be able, the Gemara says, in Sanhedrin, Marach Vidayin. He'll be able to smell and know whether the guy, you know, he'll judge by the sense of smell. He'll have such a courage to smell the truth. To smell the truth, because that's the pnimius of what the machshav is. A person physically can hide and make believe that he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Mashiach can smell the truth. That's the pnimius. That's the machshav. That's the lie detector. To be able to know the truth. That's the machshav of the person. The same way that it's, that the body can't bear and can't tolerate a, a terrible smell. So too, a person It's very hard to bear and to tolerate a bad smell. Meaning that smell of of a terrible thing that's going on, some evil thing that's going on, some terrible machshava. However, the terrible smell that the neshama picks up on is not the neshama. That's the goof smells. What what does the neshama smell? Elakol dover But anything that's evil in the world, the neshama smells how how terrible that's that is. Maisim roim terrible things that take place in the world. Midas rose like Elanavi smelled the guy in that person. Machshavas rose terrible machshavas. Kol elo neshama 
from all of these the neshama recoils to all of these the neshama finds disgusting kamoi reach ra mamish the way that the body finds a reach ra a physical odor a terrible smell to be to be horrible and runs away you don't need the shogunar to tell you you need that sensitivity to live in that world of the ani of what of the neshama of alakai neshama shenasata be taherihi and therefore the greatest deterrent to destructive negative and and polluted thoughts the greatest deterrent is is to come to this hakara to come to this deep awareness and recognition of ani who am i and when a person like the tzaddikim are in that place of the ani being the machshava the mela when there's something that's there's something that is trying to trying to enter through that border of your brain and it's something which is ugly something which is bad so the same way that you don't allow filth and garbage into your daladamas you push away naturally you run from and you distance yourself from anything of that of that uh, of that nature as I am going to continue next week to learn more about how we can actually get down to the practical work of cleaning out amarshavas and preparing ourselves especially now as we're getting closer to the to the yom nirayim to that to that madrig of of leif to habarali lukim ruach noch and chadesh bekirbi that we should be able to mechadesh our way of thinking and that we should have a new ruach and a new way of thinking and through that to be zeich to do tshuva shleima and through the tshuva shleima to be zeich to the gula shem ramitis mehem yameinu amein v'amein